Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Saving Lives in Slow Motion. This week, I'd like to talk about brain health and in particular, Alzheimer's disease. So if you've been following the podcast series in sequence, you'll know that I've been doing some episodes based on the book that I'm publishing in January of next year in 2023 called The Health Fix. Now, one of the cases is centred around brain health, and I thought I'd take this opportunity to discuss it as an issue because it's something that affects all of us. It's not just an age-related uh, phenomenon, but also focus a little bit on Alzheimer's disease because I know that is something that is increasing in prevalence and it's also something that a lot of us are affected by and I've certainly had personal experience of this um, in my extended family. So you may or may not know how this podcast rolls but I'm not going to waste your time by dazzling you with figures because you can easily look that up yourself and of course there are show notes which will have lots of links for you. Let's get to it. In many ways, and this is controversial, the brain is really the most important organ in the body. Some would say heart, others would say gut. I reckon on balance it's the brain. And if you've been following my work, you'll know that I'm a believer in systems medicine and the fact that we are interconnected. So whether it's brain, gut, cardiovascular system or your hormones, they are interconnected. And the way the brain and its function can be affected um, often has a lot to do with what those other systems are doing. So a very simple example of this would be if you're very stressed, you might find that you start to forget things or that your memory is affected temporarily. Now, let's just start with that one, actually. Why does that happen? Well, in real terms, the stress hormones that you release, cortisol and also sometimes a, a rise in blood glucose, actually kill neurons. I'm sorry to sound so dramatic, um, but neurons are essentially, as we know, brain cells, which are the smallest unit, if you like, of our brain and whole nervous system. Sorry about that dramatic start. I was just, it was just on my mind, literally, because I mentioned all the things that can affect brain health. Stress is a really common one, and I'm not here to scare anyone. It's just to really demonstrate, and you'll see again in the links below, that something that is extremely common, I mean, who, who isn't stressed, um, does have a direct physiological effect on brain tissue. 
So if we zoom out and think about the brain and all of the inputs that affect what goes on in the brain, guess what? No surprise, it's back to those eight factors. The ones that you've heard before that affect other non-communicable symptoms and they are sleep, environment, exercise, sunlight, stress, genetics, diet and historic infections, not in any particular order. And um, this really comes as no surprise if you've had a bad night's sleep. So recently I've had a few bad nights sleep um, for various reasons. And I can tell you my concentration and memory is shot. And that is just one of those eight factors. So if you think of what you do on a daily basis, but extrapolate that over weeks or months or years, you've probably got a rough template of the kind of things that will either help or hinder your brain function. So I talked earlier on about stress and how it spikes cortisol and also increases blood glucose levels. While we're on that, and and there's no scaremongering going on here, this is factual data from studies. If someone has diabetes, then they are several times, in fact, up to 65% more likely to develop Alzheimer's dementia. And so that really tells us that blood glucose control is really key. Having said that, if you're very, very tightly controlled and you look after your diabetes well, then that's fine. You probably don't need to worry too much. But just in that example of stress, you know, imagine having a really heated argument with someone and temporarily, you know, your cortisol shoots up, your blood pressure shoots up, your blood sugar level, you know, glucose level shoots up. Um, and as an end result, as I keep saying, you know, our brain cells, you know, which are always dying continuously, but, you know, you, you get more of that if you're very stressed. Just the interplay there in terms of the systems that are at play, so your cardiovascular systems in action, your nervous systems in action, but also your hormones, you know. So this is what I mean about the interconnectedness of brain health. So when we think about those eight factors again, what we've got to remember is that symptoms, so if the symptom is memory loss or a brain symptom, are linked to systems. And those eight factors are also linked to our biological systems. So hormones is a big one. And women particularly who are perimenopausal or menopausal often note that their brain function declines. And one of the reasons for this is that hormone support is really key for brain function. It's something called a trophic factor, trophic meaning growth, including vitamin B12 and vitamin D. But in these women, estrogen is by far the most important trophic factor. So this is where hormone replacement therapy can be very useful for that group. So I'm jumping around as I always do, because I think that's the, the most fun way doing things non-linearly. So, so far, in terms of preserving brain health, we've got the impression that sleep's important, that blood sugar control is important, and that hormones are important, and minimising stress is probably a good idea, albeit pretty difficult in the modern world. What else? Well, if we hop round that loop of factors, one of them is genetics, your family history. And there are lots of conditions that affect memory but the one that most people are most aware of is Alzheimer's disease and there are some specific genetic markers for that condition. The main one is 
your ApoE status. So this is a gene. In fact, it's the only gene that Jim Watson, who, along with Francis Crick, discovered DNA, did not want to know when he actually sequenced his own DNA to find out what his DNA held in store for him. Um, DNA analyses, I mean, are going to become much more important in the future because there's so much you can tell in terms of your propensity to certain illnesses. We need to think through the ethics of it much more carefully, but it's already used to some extent in medicine, for example, for breast cancer and the BRCA1 and BRCA2 genes. But with Alzheimer's disease, there is this ApoE gene. And the long and short of it is you have three versions of this gene, or what we might call alleles. There's ApoE2, ApoE3, and ApoE4. And you inherit one allele from each of your parents. So ApoE3 is by far the commonest variant allele. So about 50% of people have an ApoE3. But you'll also have one of the others or another ApoE3. So you can be a 2-3 or a 2-2 or a 3-3 or a 3-4 or a 4-4, if that makes any sense. And essentially, if if you're a 3-3, you're at no increased risk of developing Alzheimer's. If you're a 3-4, you have up to six times the risk. And if you're a 4-4, you have up to 15 times the risk. And that last example is really one where if someone has both parents with Alzheimer's, um, then there is a possibility that that person is a 4-4. But you just don't know until you do a DNA test. And, and they're not routinely available to us. Um, They're things that have to be done privately. And there is a lot of ethics to think around. Um, Would you want to know what your propensity for certain diseases were or not? That's another episode in itself. I think the thing to remember is that, um, you know, it's a cliche, but genes load your gun and your environment pulls the trigger. In some way, it doesn't really matter too much what is in your genes because how they're expressed is dependent on what you do and what happens to you in your life so someone who's really I I say clean living but you know does all the right things who does you know I I certainly don't but you know you get to bed on time you eat a really good healthy diet that's full of nutrients you're exercising a lot you manage your stress levels you haven't had a lot of historic infections and you've had the perfect upbringing without any adversity even if you had genes that were stacked against you, it's you know probably likely that you're going to stay healthy for quite a long time. And I think that's part of any long-term condition is that you know the one certainty about life is that it's going to end for all of us at some point. It's just how and when. And in my book, you know, if I could develop a condition at the age of 80 rather than 60, then I would rather that happen. So with Alzheimer's disease, it's not curable, but depending on what you do, I'm convinced that it's possible to either stave it off or delay it or keep it in check um, at a certain level based on what you're doing in terms of your habits and your environment. I have seen this firsthand and 
you know, families where they've got excellent care support and cognitive stimulation and a focus on well-being in its broadest sense seems to confer a lot of benefit to patients with Alzheimer's dementia. It's never about one thing, you know, it's not just about eating blueberries or taking vitamin D supplements or, or whatever, it, it's the whole package and, you know, sadly to some extent with any kind of neurodegenerative disease that progresses there is an inevitability about what's going to happen in the future but it's about quality of life for me and just seeing what can be done within reason to extend that for as long as possible. While we're on cognitive stimulation therapy that is definitely one thing that there is evidence behind actually working to improve the memory of people with mild to moderate dementia. While I use the word dementia, actually, one of the things I probably should have done, I normally start with a definition, but I've done this sort of slightly back to front. Dementia is effectively a loss of cognitive function, which includes memory. And there are lots of reasons behind why someone can develop dementia. The most common type is Alzheimer's dementia. Another common type is vascular dementia, and that's effectively when the blood supply to different parts of the brain have been affected over years, or if you imagine arteries being furred up, um, that effectively affects memory as well. But the presentation of that type of dementia is very different to that of Alzheimer's dementia. Okay, so a lot to take in there. Really, really kind of went all over the place um, with that episode, but I hope it was useful. Quick recap, just to give it a bit more structure. Brain health is dynamic, it changes day to day depending on what you're doing. There are a whole host of reasons why you can have brain symptoms and memory loss does not always mean that someone has dementia. Have a re-listen or a listen if it's your first time to my episode on lifestyle prescriptions if you want to go over those eight factors in what I call the health loop because that is the way to really look after brain health. In fact, in some way, all health. And do have a look at the links. The links really are there to give you a bit of a deep dive into the things that I've touched on in each episode. And finally, you know what, I'm not going to end with a quote, but I'm going to end with a dedication. So I'd like to dedicate this episode to my father-in-law, Jaginda Singh Gill, who passed away earlier this year and had been soldiering on with Alzheimer's disease for many years um, a truly lovely man and um, I'm very lucky to have been his son-in-law and I do miss him um, so to you and on that reminiscent note um, I will be with you again next week do let me know if you've got any topics that you want me to cover and until then do take care stay well bye for now
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.